Welcome to the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist, and pre- and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your health care. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Mama. How are you? I hope you are doing well. I'm recording this episode after a weekend where we celebrated my 33rd birthday. We decided to be brave and go out to dinner at the, for the first time as a family of four. So we have a two and a half year old and a three month old, and we've been getting into a really good routine at home. And so we were feeling bold. Well, it was a little bit chaotic. Um, I ended up having to hold the baby for most of it and kind of scarf down my food in about five minutes. He was very fussy for whatever reason. It's probably just a change of environment. So anyways, we're going to have to reevaluate that situation moving forward. (laughs) But just wanted to share that story because so often we just see the highlight reel of people's lives online and we're not seeing kind of the muddy stuff and like the day-to-day stuff that they go through. And the fact is with kids, there are just chaotic situations and that's the way it is. So anyways, let me know if you can relate to that. Let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, which today is a hot topic. It's all about five exercise techniques to prepare you for an easier birth. So this is something that's come up a lot in my DMs lately over on Instagram. If you're not following me there, you can come on over. It's at Strong Mama Wellness is my handle. But this topic has come up a lot lately, and so we're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down in this episode and talk specifically what we can do to prepare our body for labor and delivery and how these different techniques can help and how you can apply them to your routine. So just a little disclaimer off the top here, of course, this is not a guarantee that you're going to have a smooth, easy delivery when you exercise in the way that I'm going to share with you. But the statistics show and actual research data shows that we can really improve our outcomes and improve our odds of having a smoother delivery when we prepare for it. So I'm just going to share a couple different research studies really quick um, that are pretty interesting. So the first one was done by Cram and Hyatt in 2003, and that one stated that performing cardiovascular exercise during pregnancy increases endurance which can help one better endure the physical demands of labor. So that's interesting. We'll get into that a little bit more later and how we can sort of prepare on that aspect of things. And then another large study found the following benefits from weight-bearing exercise performed throughout pregnancy. And this one is from CLAP in 1998. So this study said that weight-bearing exercise performed in pregnancy can result in 75% reduction in maternal exhaustion, a 75% reduction in need for forceps or C-section, 50% decrease in need for oxytocin, 
50% decrease in need for medical intervention due to fetal heart rate abnormalities because exercise has a huge impact on fetal health and their ability to endure labor contractions. And then the last one is that it's a 30% reduction in the duration of the active labor phase, so the pushing phase. Now, of course, none of these are 100% guarantee, but for those odds and those statistics, why wouldn't we want to prepare, right? Why wouldn't we want to prepare our body for the demands of labor and delivery? And you might be thinking, you know, maybe you're somebody who is going to have a planned C-section for one reason or another. I've actually had two C-sections, but if that is you, then you can also use these exercise techniques to prepare you for postpartum and postpartum recovery. So I'll kind of sprinkle that in as well and how these can prepare you for postpartum as well, Um, because we're not just thinking about birth, we're thinking about that recovery phase as well. Super important and helpful to prepare in pregnancy. So let's get into it. Whenever I'm working with a prenatal client who is preparing for labor and delivery, I really like to break it down by what the body goes through. So I kind of already sprinkled that in, in terms of preparing your body for the demands. But when we think about labor and delivery, we're thinking about the various positions that you might be moving your body around in. For instance, you might be in quadruped position or a deep squat or on the bed or on your side. So we want to be thinking about what we will need in order to move our body in and out of those different positions. We're also thinking about pushing. So that active phase of labor and the physical act of pushing your baby out. Another thing is contractions. So contractions are kind of like labors, labors, nature's form of interval training. So I kind of gave that one away as a technique, but contractions are going to have these extreme highs and also these lows where we recover. So we want to be thinking about how we can best endure that as well. And then of course, your labor might be long. So you might need some endurance to push through that, whether you are going for an unmedicated delivery or whether you plan to get an epidural. So this could apply for any type of of birth, really. So keeping all this in mind and really picturing how we want that ideal delivery to go, we really want to think about what we can be putting into place in pregnancy in terms of our movement and our exercise that can prepare us for this essentially athletic event of laboring and pushing your baby out, um, all of that good stuff. And I also want to just add too that yes, some people will argue, and I agree on this side of things, that our bodies are meant to birth. Like you could do none of this and you will still be able to birth your baby. But the real goal here is how can we improve potentially our outcomes and birth experience, as I kind of listed those statistics in the beginning, you know, reduce the risk for medical interventions, you know, prepare your baby as well to be healthy and strong to endure these contractions. So it's not to say like, if you don't do any of these things that you will not have good outcomes because you certainly can. But the things that I'm going to talk through are just different ways that you can improve those outcomes. Now, let's go ahead and talk through the five exercise techniques to prepare you for an easier birth. And these all, 
you know, prepare you for those demands that we were just talking about. So number one, cardio and labor intensive interval training. So these kind of go hand in hand and really help you to build the endurance that you need to endure the contractions that you're going to be going through. So you can get cardio in with just like a simple moderate intensity, like daily walk or bike ride or swim or whatever your favorite choice of cardio is. And that would be more of like a steady state cardio to build endurance and just work on getting your heart rate up and keeping it there. And then another method that I also really like to use with my clients is called labor intensive interval training. So this really helps build the endurance and also mental and physical stamina for those contractions. So as I stated earlier in the episode, labor really is nature's form of interval training. So when we can prepare our body in pregnancy to get our heart rate up and work at sort of a challenging level for a period of time, and then also shift into recovery and a recovery birthing position for a set time period, this really helps our body adapt again mentally and physically to what it would be like in labor. And of course, we cannot prepare exactly for those labor contractions I wish that we could. That would be amazing. But this is a very close second to that. And my clients that work with me one-on-one get a specific program where the work intervals increase. So they're working at a challenging level. And over the course of time, their working intervals get longer and their rest periods between those intervals get shorter. And this changes every couple of weeks as they progress. And it's just like how contractions go, because as we start off earlier in labor, those contractions are gonna be shorter, rest is going to be longer between them. And then of course, as labor progresses, those contractions are getting longer and the rest between them is getting shorter. So again, when you work with me one-on-one, you get a specific program to prepare for that. Okay, enough on that one. Number two is birth prep breathing. This is another method that I like to use that prepares you for pushing. And it just helps to develop that mind to muscle connection so that when you get in the moment, you are not like thinking about it too much. So this is a way of breathing that I'll even just give it to you now, but you can apply it to your day when you get to roughly six to eight weeks Um, six to eight weeks out from your delivery or due date. And what we're doing is helping our deep core engage with each push and helping our pelvic floor relax. And if you're like, what? Pelvic floor relax? A lot of people think that your pelvic floor helps to push and that you need a really strong pelvic floor in order to push your baby out. That is actually a huge myth. So if your mind is blown, let me know. (laughs) but your pelvic floor actually needs to relax and move out of the way during a vaginal delivery for your baby to come out. So in advance, we want to, again, develop that mind and muscle connection to relax your pelvic floor when you get in that moment. Okay. So let me teach you this technique. So what you're going to do is start off with a 360 inhale. So nice big inhale, expand the belly and rib cage, And then from there, when you exhale, you want a nice forceful exhale, draw your navel up and in while keeping your pelvic floor relaxed, all right? Let me walk you through that again. So take a nice big inhale, expand the belly and rib cage in all directions. On that exhale, nice forceful exhale, engage the abdominals by drawing your navel up and in, keep your pelvic floor relaxed. 
All right, so try a few of those, see how they feel. And if they feel unnatural, that's because it kind of is. Naturally, our pelvic floor is part of our core. So when we exhale, our pelvic floor naturally wants to lift. So if you're finding that that is a little difficult to do, yes, it does take a little bit of practice, which is why we want to do it in pregnancy before we get to our big moment. So practice weaving that birth prep breathing into your day. Usually with clients, I'll recommend doing roughly like two sets of eight to 10 breaths per day when they get to those last six to eight weeks of their pregnancy. So that's one thing that you can start doing if you are in that phase. All right, next up, we are moving into strength training. So strength training has so many different impacts on your body, so many positive impacts on your body in pregnancy, in birth, and for postpartum. So this is something you can use anytime of your life essentially in any time of this motherhood journey to really help support and stabilize your body. So specifically when we're talking for birth and the impacts of strength training on birth, I had said from the beginning that in labor, we're going to be moving around to these different positions, right? We're going to be moving to our side, maybe to a tabletop position on our hands and knees, maybe to a deep squat position. So the more more prepared our body is and the more attuned it is to moving around with a larger belly and the more strong you can feel in doing that is going to help you get in these different positions to help you birth your baby so that's one specific way that strength training can apply specifically to labor and delivery as well as in the pushing phase so when we're strength training we're usually applying breathing techniques that engage our deep core which can really help to speed things up in that active phase of labor the pushing phase and i don't want to also underestimate this but when you strength train in pregnancy this can also really prepare you for daily life postpartum and the daily tasks of taking care of a new baby i know that i was a little surprised by how taking care of a tiny human can bring on back pain and all these different movements, especially, you know, when you're recovering still and you're kind of thrown into these different positions, whether it be sitting for a lot of the day, hunched over feeding, um, walking around while holding your baby, bending over for diaper changes, you know, all these different tasks that your body is not really used to doing on repeat. Strength training in pregnancy can really translate to those early weeks postpartum and help you get back to daily life and those daily tasks with more ease so that you can take care of your baby and not feel in pain and not feel, you know, I don't want to say inadequate because I, I don't think that you would feel that way, but it's just so you can feel really good, feel really strong in your body. Um, postpartum. Okay, so that is that on strength training. Number four is pelvic floor relaxing. So we kind of covered a little bit of this, so I won't touch on this for too long, but again, your pelvic floor needs to move out of the way when it comes to labor and a vaginal delivery. So in those final six to eight weeks of pregnancy, you can start to work on just relaxing your pelvic floor a little bit more. And you can do this through stretches. You can do this through that breathing technique that I shared earlier. Um, both are really good ways. Just to give you some examples of stretches that you could do. 
Some of my absolute favorites are a lot of different yoga poses, really. Um, Cat-cow is one, child's pose, pigeon pose, and just a nice deep squat where you're really sitting really as low as you can with your glutes to your heels. So all of these positions are great, but what we want to do when we get in these stretching positions is to breathe in and out, nice, natural, long, slow breath while keeping our pelvic floor relaxed. All right. So we're really thinking about breathing into that pelvic floor, fully relaxing it. That is a really important part of pelvic floor health is the relaxation phase as well as the contraction or the lift Kegel phase that we often think about. You know, so, so often I, I hear the myth of, you know, having to do a hundred Kegels a day for a strong pelvic floor or whatever they tell you in those birthing classes sometimes. Maybe you didn't have that experience. I know that I did, um, but you do not have to do that. So this is one technique that you can use, pelvic floor relaxing in those final weeks of pregnancy. Um, try to implement, you know, a, a stretch or two daily while breathing into your pelvic floor, keeping things relaxed. And yeah, that will help you ultimately prepare for pushing. All right, so that's that on pelvic floor relaxing. Let's go ahead and talk about the fifth exercise technique to prepare for an easier birth, which is mobility or stretching. Anything really that can help us to get in and out of these various labor positions with more ease and more comfort. Because of course, we're going to be having this 30 some odd week to 40 week pregnant belly and we're going to be needing to move around a little bit, especially before you get an epidural. If you're planning to get one at all, um, we're going to, you're going to be moving around to try different positions, whether it's on the peanut ball, on the stability ball or deep squat. So being able to move your body with more ease and more comfort is ultimately going to be more of a pleasant experience and also just help you get in these different positions to, um, to, position yourself correctly for getting your baby out. And something that I really like to work on with clients specifically around this is mobilizing the muscles surrounding the pelvis. So thinking different movements like deep squats, like I had mentioned earlier, where you're really sitting low into your heels, working on things like internal and external hip rotations, really mobilizing your, your hips like a runner's lunge to really lengthen the front of your hip flexors, um, stretching your glutes, IT band, anything surrounding and supporting your hips and your pelvis is going to be really helpful in keeping you mobile, helping you move in and out of those different positions. So highly recommend at any point throughout your pregnancy to start weaving in some mobility, some stretching, maybe some foam rolling. That's been a really, really helpful tool as well um, to mobilize your muscles, tissues, and joints so that you can move more freely when you get to labor and delivery. Okay, what do you think? How are you feeling with those? I'll recap really quick on those five exercise techniques. So number one was cardio training and or labor intensive interval training. Two was birth prep breathing with that relaxed pelvic floor. Three was strength training. Four, pelvic floor relaxing. And five, mobility or stretching. So those are the five. and. While cardio and strength training are probably going to make up the bulk of your routine, you can easily weave in the breathing, the pelvic floor relaxing, the stretching 
into your day on a day-to-day basis without it taking more than five to 10 minutes. So a lot of these are easy while others may take more strategy and time and effort. So definitely pick and choose and start to form a routine that works best for you and best for your birthing goals. And if you need support with this, this is exactly what I work on with all of my clients. So if you are in pregnancy and you really want to take away the guesswork that comes with exercise and really preparing and giving your body what it needs for the demands of labor and delivery, as well as transitioning into postpartum, then definitely let's explore working together. Inside my program, you'll get the education, the support, the programming that you specifically need to achieve your birth and postpartum goals. So I'll drop the link in the show notes where you can explore more on coaching. You can book a free call if you really want to get to know me, get to know the program and determine if it's a good fit. So I really want to make sure that you feel confident in that choice and that I am the best one to support you. All right. So thank you so much for hopping on today. I hope this was useful for you. Feel free to, again, come follow over on Instagram. I'll be sharing some additional content this week surrounding this exact topic. So let's start a conversation around it and I will see you over there. Have a great rest of your day. And that's a wrap, Mama. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together. Until next time, keep moving.